With us today is uh, Dr. Peter Michalos, who is our in-house uh, um, medical expert, a historian, in-house genius. Dr. Peter Michalos, what are we going to talk about this Sunday morning to make us live longer? Well, today we're going to talk about exciting news that's happening in the world of anti-aging and that we're finally learning that anti-aging is going to be a real field and aging is a disease and that most things that happen to us as we get older happen to us with aging. So if we can figure out how to tackle aging, that's going to be a big plus for all of us and future treatments. A big European Union uh, study was done and figured out what the mechanism of aging is. And one of the things they observed is that when we are making copies of our, uh, our basically our amino acids that make our proteins from DNA into RNA, they found that the copying machine goes much faster. When the copying machine goes faster, it makes a lot of error. Aging being error in the copying. And what they're finding out now and understanding is what speeds up the copy machine. And they're finding that elevated insulin levels speed up the copying machine. Blood now, sugar what being do you mean elevated. Elevated insulin levels. In other words, if you have too much sugar and your body right. produces yeah. insulin to fix that problem, is that right. what it means? Yeah, because you keep putting out insulin because insulin is a growth hormone. Insulin takes and carries sugars like a taxi cabs and brings it into muscle cells. When there's no more room there, it brings it into fat cells and it fills them up like a refrigerator, like let's get ready for winter, let's get ready for a famine. And that's what happens. And then eventually you keep pumping out that insulin. And like everything else, if you do too much, it doesn't work anymore. And it's called insulin resistance. And now, but what, what, what really is important to note is that those high insulin levels can now be measured and you can find out when your insulin levels are high you age faster and when your insulin levels are high you can have normal blood sugar levels but you keep putting out insulin so it makes it look like your glucose or sugar levels normal but meanwhile you have very high insulin levels and that has been shown to speed up that copying machine aging clock and that's why it explains why intermittent fasting and while our gut rests when the insulin levels are low you don't age as fast that's why the mediterranean diet has a low glycemic index it does not pump up the insulin levels very high it does not pump up the sugar levels very high so those people age slower but now we have an explanation that it's this copying machine that we have built into our bodies that accelerates with aging and sleep we're finding out is critical it, for the repair mechanism, not only for the brain, they're finding out that there's a, actually the cerebral spinal fluid in our brain swishes around like a washing machine when we sleep, and it actually cleans up all the metabolic waste of the day. And during sleep, we have our intestinal tract and the lining regenerates itself. So the people who eat late at night, guess what? You put something in your stomach at midnight, midnight's night, you start making acid. And And the other interesting thing is we naturally, between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m., don't salivate as much. Otherwise, we would actually drown in our own saliva in our sleep. So that's why the body knows to shut down saliva production. You shouldn't be eating between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. so that you can sleep and you're not making saliva and you don't aspirate or choke and, and get fluid into your lungs. So there's a timing, a circadian rhythm that our body tends to follow. But now, that rejuvenation of the lining is very important, and alcohol disrupts that, too. 
I, I am diabetic, so uh, in theory, in other words, if you eat a piece of cake that has a lot of sugar in it, uh, and it goes into your system, and if I take insulin, it, it gets rid of the sugar. But it goes oh, what away. What it does is it floods it. If, in other words, if you normally have 100 taxi cabs to carry the sugar in, which are insulin is the taxi cab, when you take a shot of insulin, it's like suddenly 20,000 taxi cabs appear to try to get that sugar into any available cell they can find. But eventually you develop a resistance to it. And that's why diabetics eventually start getting what's called glycosylation of protein. The extra sugar starts sugarcoating your nerves. You get foot retinopathy. It starts sugarcoating the small blood vessels in the back of your eyes. So you get diabetic retinopathy and hemorrhages. And you get. So I should stay away from that cake. Stay away from the cake. Stay away from the cake. Now, if I have. if If I eat a whole bunch of fruit that has fruit sugar. What happens then? It still goes up. It depends. Like watermelon, it goes very high. But if you eat blackberries and blueberries, it has a lower glycemic index, and it happens gradually. So it gives time for your body to process it instead of like the sudden burst of sugar, which we're not designed for. And they found that when you have these sudden bursts of sugar, more than 75 grams of sugar in one shot, your blood pressure goes up over a two-hour before that sugar goes into the bloodstream to try to and your blood prints up the thing is when you eat a lot of sugar they found that your testosterone drops by 25 percent over a two-hour period when you have those big sugar boluses because as cavemen and cavewomen when they look at skulls and they dig them up they don't find cavities on uh, archaeological findings because they didn't have these processed sugars back then they had a more, you know, natural diet. They died from other things like infectious diseases and trauma. But sugar turns out to be a lot more even than we ever thought it would be. And these new studies about aging are panning that whole situation out. So Mediterranean diet, fruits, vegetables, fiber, and uh, olive oil, those are the, 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 the secrets to longevity and when you eat, not just what you eat with interesting. Now, third choice, I eat pasta, my sugar stays high all night to about 3 or 4 in the morning. So that can't be good for you, can it? No, because pasta is basically a, a, a slow, it's like swallowing a slow-release medicine sugar pill, and it just slow-releases it. You break it down, and all night it's shooting out the sugar. Just like when I wore the sugar monitor, the glucose monitor, I found out if I eat white rice, my blood sugar went out of control or when I ate crepes or when I had a delicious fettuccine Alfredo, I was up all night. So that's totally agreed. And that's why moderation, small portions. But the, like, for example, a runner, if they eat the pasta, but they burn it off, see calories in, calories out, they might take in a bowl of pasta, but they're also burning it off much more through their exercise and activity. So it's that fine balance between activity, exercise, and uh, the portion control, and that's why in France, for example, you look at the portions are very different than when you go into an American diner and get the portions that we have here can feed three people. Understood. I think I got it down now, and uh, between the differences between fruit sugar, 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 and uh, carbohydrates like pasta. Uh, anything else you want to tell our 
uh, our audience is Sunday morning. I mean, people want to live longer. Uh, uh, something about uh, sleep. The longer you sleep, your body repairs itself? Yeah, absolutely. Sleeping is a very important repair mechanism and a hormonal balance mechanism during sleep. Something happens called autophagy, where we start eating up the dead, dying cells, and we rebuild the inner linings of the and we balance out all our hormones, and that helps us to uh, basically live longer and repair ourselves. And that's why during sleep also we're not eating, so our insulin levels aren't up. So we're actually adding to our activity when we have good sleep, and the time you want to get the best sleep is 10 to 5 a.m., and those, that's the period when you really want to get sleep. Avoid looking at your phone, keeping it near your head, at least one arm length away. You want to minimize any exposure to EMF, and you don't want to be looking at the blue light, which stimulates the brain to wake up when you want to try to get good sleep. But please, we encourage our audience to go see your doctor, have your annual physical, get your mammograms, your colonoscopies, and all your uh, lab work, and have a an, minimum an annual physical to stay healthy and keep listening to WABC. For more health tips on staying alive and health span. Dr. Peter Michalos, thank you for giving us an update, and uh, God bless you, and no more chocolate cake for dessert. <laughs>